I have the privilege of um, knowing many such women across our nation, and I want to introduce to you Sue Trombino now, who is a woman who is impacting America. Her movement is women impacting America. Help me welcome to the C.L. Bryant Show for the very first time, Sue Trombino. Thank you so much for being there. Well, good uh, good afternoon, uh, CL. I'm just ecstatic to be here with you. I'm very humbled, and I'm actually here with a very good friend of yours, Debbie Healy. Debbie! And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are heading on our bus. We're doing our bus tour called uh, Saving Our Republic, Ensuring Liberty, and we're heading up uh you know, up the East Coast, and we'll end up in D.C. on on uh, Saturday for the return and for Franklin Graham's uh, prayer. But thank you so much for having me today. I'm very humbled. Well, Godspeed to you and Debbie. You know, you know how I love being my, my good friend, Debbie. Uh, we got to hang out real soon, girl. And so, uh, just the same, Sue. I want to ask you this first, leading into the interview. I, I think that women are beginning to make an incredible difference on the political landscape. Do you see that happening? And is it time that Republican women learn to engage in areas of politics that perhaps we had not engaged in in previous times? Oh, absolutely. I believe that uh, women need to step up to the plate. We are the backbone of, I think, of our country. Um, but with, you know, with women impacting the nation, our acronym is WIN. When we show up, we win. And, you know, we at, at, at WIN uh, want to, it's not just even the politics part of it, it's really we need to engage in our civic duty. And uh, we all have a world view. And it's either biblical or pagan. And the problem is in the Christian community is that we have compartmentalized our biblical worldview. And so, um, you know, we engage with all different types of women, but it's imperative that the women step up. It's our families, our our legacy. You know, what is our legacy going to be uh, down the road for our families, our, you know, uh, our children, our grandchildren? And what kind of country do we want? And you know, I'm very passionate, obviously, about this, only because, you know, I wasn't born here. I was born in Caracas, Venezuela. So I've lived pretty much all over the world. And America is the beacon of hope. You know, we are not perfect, but we are truly exceptional. And uh, if we go down as America, so does the rest of the world. You know, folks, so that is so true. Step up to the plate. That is so true. An Eastern Bloc refugee once asked a question of me uh, after a speech. And uh, Sue, he asked this question. If America goes away, CL, where do people go? And uh, this is a land that uh, is, in my view, and uh, historically founded upon Judeo-Christian ethics and principles. Then let me ask you this question uh, in regard to that. The evangelical vote, uh, the president, of course, uh, captured uh, much of it last time. How important is it for the evangelical vote to understand the re-election of this president must occur? Well, in 2000, uh, the last election, actually, 25 million Christians, CL, were not registered to vote. 15 million chose not to vote. And then you had another third or quarter that chose to go against God's uh, 
non-negotiables and God's, you know, values. And, and I think it's, it's incredible, uh, incredibly important because we were founded on Judeo-Christian principles and God, uh, has given us an incredible, uh, country to live in. We are blessed to live here. And, um, but it is up to us to be good stewards of what he's given us. And we haven't been good stewards. And we're also supposed to occupy until he comes. And, uh, you know, hence the mess that we're in today, because our vote is a seed and we will reap what we sow. And again, look what's happening today. So the Christian uh, is um, is vital to keep, you know, our value system in not only in our country, but around the world. And, you know, I talk about God's non-negotiables all the time, and he has Lots of non-negotiables, but he has three that are non-non-non-negotiable, and that is life, that is marriage, and that is Israel. And so those three things are um, are vital to what what uh, moves God's heart, and we have to vote for uh, not just necessarily a man, uh, but it's it's not personality, but it's platform, it's um, it is, uh, you know, well, the platform, obviously, but it's also principles. And um, it's just vital that we look at what party espouses those three. Absolutely. And uh, so let me ask you this, Sue. You used a word that is, of course, uh, a word that Christ uh, told us to uh, do, and that's occupy. It's a military term. It's a term that says, hold this ground, hold this ground until I come. My question surrounding that and, and your non-negotiables, and folks, I want you to, to, to pay attention to the answer that this woman, uh, who is, I, I can feel the anointing that is there on you, uh, is talking about. What is happening with definitions? There seems to be a redefining of certain definitions, gender, marriage, uh, even the church, faith. All of those things uh, are being redefined. Do definitions or redefinitions take us to different destinations? Is that the end game? Is that what you're seeing? Is that why you women are on the road? Talk to us. Oh, absolutely, because words matter. And um, we're we're changing what... uh, what words matter in God's uh, in God's world, and and the the other side, unfortunately, they work on your emotion and and conjecture and anything that sounds good to me is a no pun intended, but it's a red flag, and so they're trying to change it to you know work on emotion and um, instead of going to bit down to what what does God say. What is the definition of God? Now, I use, I love the 1828 dictionary because that is, the, to me, the true definitions of, you know, how God intended. But, um, yes, definitions do matter. And I think we have to uh, be wise and ask for discernment. And obviously knowing God's word is to where we're going. But, um, you know, we were only made for a moral and religious people. And so I, t- I talk to people all the time uh, as we're going on, on the road, and there's people that say to me, CL, well, Sue, I'm not, I'm not very religious. And I said, that's okay. You sound very moral. And again, we were only made for a moral and religious people, and we've kind of dumbed down that way. And, and unfortunately, the Christian is we have lost ground because we haven't, again, we haven't occupied, we haven't stood firm, and we're supposed to be, bold, you know, humbly, I, I say humbly, but do a bold advance. 
we're supposed to be taking over, uh, you know, our country, not giving up the land. But we also know it's a spiritual battle, obviously. It truly is. Words matter. It truly is. And in that same uh, vein of conversation, you know, and I I don't want to pull you into this uh, so deeply with me, but I do say this around the country, sometimes at churches where I go to preach. And and I I mentioned to pastors that if they're not involved in the political process and they're afraid to become a a part of the political process, then uh, maybe they don't really understand the mission of Christ when he came here taking on the Sanhedrin Council, the Pharisees, the Sadducees. He took them on head on. And they were the political political and the religious structure, power structure of uh, his day. That was his mission. That's what he did. Set the captives free, caused him uh, the death on Calvary. But what I try to tell people, Sue, is that without that crucifixion pastors, uh, many times there cannot be a resurrection of your uh, congregations, of your community, unless you're willing to bear that cross. Do you see a certain um, recoil of the church from the political spectrum? And uh, is it necessary for us to awaken that that base to become politically active? Talk to us about it. Well, I'm glad you asked me that question because I've been very blessed to be working and helping Family Research Council out in the realm in Florida with pastors. So I have uh, been working with pastors, sitting with as many as I can uh, to talk about they're, um, you know, they're, the pastors are the watchmen. They're supposed to be sounding the alarm to their congregation as they're going to be held accountable to the Lord of what they are teaching them. And we cannot be, we need to be biblically correct, BC, not politically correct, PC. And unfortunately, yes, you do have pastors that are being too politically correct. They don't want to offend. But unfortunately, in the Christian realm, we're supposed to be unoffendable. And so when I talk to pastors, I lay it out for them and I just saying you know please talk to your congregation about uh, this is no this is not about the donkey or the elephant this is all about the lamb what does God say and if they say well we're not supposed to get involved in quote-unquote politics well who did Jesus talk to he talked to the Pharisees and the Sadducees that's the government and somebody's worldview is going to win out and so they're either going to God's either going to say well done or he's going to say you know you had a chance to bring back you know the judeo-christian principles and our values and you chose not to and i'm not pointing the finger you know at anybody because you know i can't judge whether you're going to heaven or not and all that kind of stuff but you will know them by their fruit and so it's up to the pastors to not be uh you know play the social justice thing because that's all man but it's all about what does god say god breathed life into adam that's life you know, and then you go into our constitution. It's life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Well, you can't have pursuit of happiness or liberty if you don't have life. So that's the one non-negotiable. And then the next one is marriage between a man and a woman, a biological man and a biological woman. God made Adam and Eve. Now, he did not make Adam and Steve. Now, does he love Steve? Absolutely. But he, you can't go out and procreate and go out and multiply with two plugs and two sockets. It's just not possible. So I say that's marriage. And then the third one, obviously, they must talk about Israel. You know, I will bless those who bless you and I will curse those who curse you. So talking to the pastors uh, is vital, but it's also up to the congregation to talk to their pastors to say, you need to be speaking truth, you know, truth and facts and, uh, you know, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. 
And um, and I, I have had the privilege of planting those seeds to some pastors that they say, Sue, I've never thought of it that way. And they've changed. Now, there are other pastors that they haven't and they just are stuck in whatever mode they're in. But we have to pray for them and pray that God lifts the veil from their eyes. So, yes, it's incumbent for the pastors to step up to the plate. But it's also the Christian needs to talk to their pastor, get educated with truth and facts, not emotion and not conjecture. Michelle, I want to keep uh, Sue for just a little bit on the other side of this short break. My special guest, Sue Trombino, and she is traveling uh, with women who are indeed impacting America. I want her to tell you more about that and also how to assist them if, in fact, you're so inclined. You're listening to the C.L. Bryan Show Coast-to-coast, border-to-border, over Red State, our flagship station, the largest talk platform in the nation and the most listened to. If you're traveling through Times Square there in New York City, look up above Ripley's Believe It or Not, and the Red State Talk billboard is right there. And 24 hours a day, every hour, the C.L. Bryant Show pops up there on that big old billboard. And old C.L.'s face is looking right back at you in Times Square and half a block from where they dropped the big ball. You know, I don't know if they're going to do this year but uh, with that, but we're going to certainly ring in the new year wherever we are and however we do it as a great nation. We're on our way to recovery. I'm on with Sue Trombino, and we're going to continue with her. I want to talk to her about uh, that village that they say takes to raise a child. I think it takes parents. And we have women who are indeed uh, great American women, quintessential, and we're going to hear from them. And Michelle, see if we can get uh, Debbie on with me for just about uh, a minute or so after we would have completed the interview with uh, Sue Trombino, just so I can say hello to my good and dear friend. Uh, And I want to give a shout out to Tim and uh, her husband and a shout out to Vicki Marble and my good buddy, uh, Ken Clark, uh, wherever you are, Ken. God bless and keep you all. Hope to see you soon. I'm C.L. Bryant. This is the C.L. Bryant Show, coast to coast and border to border. If you don't get both hours of the show, download free the C.L. Bryant Show app on your favorite device and listen to us wherever we go. You can best believe the good Lord is ordering our steps and all of the events that you are seeing happening. You may think that things are falling apart, but I can guarantee you, friends, They're coming together. Don't you go anywhere. We'll be back after these brief words. More C.L. Bryant Show with Sue Trombino. You thought I was worth saving. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. So you cleaned up inside you thought I was to die Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities. That- you can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop.
Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always in the heaven hand. And for the flag I stand. CL back with you on this great day in the USA. And it's all because of people like you that make it that way. Thank you for making this show as popular as you have made it. And uh, I'm able to bring on guests like this. Gordon Chang next week. And, of course, uh, we are going to. Michelle, got to get Sean on. I got to get Sean on the show, Uh, you know, especially before the election. But now we have the privilege of bringing to you a new friend and someone I can sure is going to be on pretty regularly because I like what she's cooking. I really like it. It's all about you and I and how we can preserve our core values and our nation. Welcome back, Sue Trombino. Sue, tell us how, if we were of the mind to do so, help you all in your uh, endeavor and spreading the good news, not only of Jesus Christ, but good news of America. Well, everybody can go to womenimpactingthenation.org. That's womenimpactingthenation.org. And uh, we would love for everybody to, to help us out as we uh, head with the keep the wheels of the bus rolling as we travel uh, up and down the coast. We're in Florida. We were up actually Colorado with Debbie. And uh, it's just been amazing talking to people on the ground, the grassroots. Uh, people are starting to pay attention, but um, just absolutely go to womenimpactingthenation.org. 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 Friends, I got to tell you, I believe, I just got to believe that this is a very, very worthy uh, organization and cause. And I think I'm going to go there myself. So join me, womenimpactingthenation.org. When we talk about um, women impacting the nation, Uh, I remember Hillary Clinton coining a phrase and making it very popular throughout our country. It takes a village to raise a child. But what I have found, Sue, is that there are people in the village these days that you don't want anywhere near your child or your children. Uh, It takes parents, in my estimation. What then do we do to arm our generations that's coming after you and I? Uh, with um, have have we lost something? I guess I should say, and, and as far as what we're putting into our children, are we turning out those citizens that perhaps our parents turned out? Uh, what are we missing? Well, I mean, gosh, that's a that's a seriously loaded question. But I think first of all, we've abdicated our responsibility as parents. And we are responsible, especially as Christians, we are responsible to raise our children. We are supposed to train up a child in the way they should go. And when they are older, they will not depart from it. And so we think that the schools or the things that are out there, are they have the same values as we do. And we haven't. We've so dumbed down and we've allowed uh, the other side to you know, put in their mindset and their uh, their worldview. And again, like I said earlier, somebody's worldview is going to win out and yeah. it's either going to be biblical or pagan. And right now uh, in our country, it's just going to be America slash patriotism versus socialism, communism, and Marxism. And I come from a socialist country, so I know. But yeah. the thing is, the things that sound good 
everybody tends to go emotional and, and go to what sounds good instead of knowing what um, what they really mean. And then also, what are your children learning in school? And um, we've just, we've lost our history. We've, we've just, again, abdicated our responsibility. And I have, I mean, you have to be tough. You have to be a, a parent, not give up your responsibility because everything is so, you know, because we want to make it easy for ourselves. We, it's, uh, it, it takes work to raise up a child. And, and within the rules, there is more freedom. But we've let them do, you know, children today do whatever they want. And children and kids don't want that. They really want a parent that their yes is their yes and their no is their no. Wow. And, uh, and I, I, I believe that because I have a strong-willed child. And let me tell you, he's 30 and he turned out to be a pretty awesome kid because I was tough. I wasn't his mom. I wasn't his friend growing up. I was his mom. I was his parent. And my husband was his father. And, um, and I used to tell him, I really don't give a rip what uh, you're thinking. I'm your, I'm your mom, and uh, we're the parent. We're not your friend right now. Now he's thirty. I'm his friend. Yeah, you. I'm by golly, mom. by golly, I, I just love what you just said. That's the way Jane and I raised uh, our children too. And uh, uh, so far, so good. I haven't been to the jail house or anything, you know, with any of them, or the courthouse <laughs> or anything with, with any of them. And so uh, I'm just—they're very good, good kids. And I think. You're absolutely right. Uh, we need to be parents as far as concerned. The last question that I have for you, and I certainly hope that I can get a chance to speak with Debbie just shortly after I ask you this question. And I, I, I do want to applaud you on uh, your journey and your mission and whatever we can do. Michelle will be in touch with you uh, to help you uh, along the way. Uh, we, we will be very happy to, to, uh, to see what we can, can do. Uh, but my question, my final question for you here today, and I've asked this to everyone, and, uh, from Glenn Beck to Sean Hannity to, to Ever and Judge Jeanine Pirro, everyone, and she's coming on next week as well. Um, but let me ask you, Sue Trombino, when it's all said and done, you hung up the spurs and you're sitting on the porch with your husband and uh, rocking in the chair, looking off into the, the distance, the sunset perhaps. Uh, what do you want to leave behind? Legacy. What do you want us to say about you? About me? Oh, gosh. Um, you know, the biggest thing for me is that my uh, father's legacy lives on through my son. That's uh, uh, that's a that's very important. It's a, it's the whole legacy thing. What um, what is what are my great grandchildren going to say about what you know my husband and I um, left to them? And I just really it's really about the Lord. Did we pour into them? Uh, our, you know, just um, that they were. Oh gosh, this is so hard because I just you know I want them to to uh, just be. Uh, godly uh, children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, and leave that legacy so that the Lord can say, well done. Wow. And not well said, not well thought, or not well intentioned, but well done. Wow. And uh, I don't know. Wow. <laughs> no, you know what, uh, Sue? I've, 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 heard, I've heard all kinds, but this was from the absolute heart of a mother, an American woman, and someone uh, who truly wants to pass on the most important of legacies. And that is from father to daughter to son. That was awesome. Thank you so much for being on with me. May God bless and keep your, your, your journey and keep you and your family 
and uh, continue to fight the good fight, Sue Trombino. I know that you will because you are fighting the good fight. If you could put my good buddy, Debbie Absolutely. Healy. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, uh, CL. Just remembering to your, your audience is that when we show up, we win. 